welcome to the Kendi and Rebo podcast, episode 46, recorded in Kendi's box room. All right, Ray. Yeah. There's only one proper way to start this episode. Not kicked out just yet. Now he is. Fenton Craig steadies, shoots, and scores. What's that? That's common 212. Mayo, 17 points. Huh? Do you really think that'd get to me? <laughs> <laughs> Do you really think that'd get to me? Listen, the whole of his comment has gone to mental. We're winning the All-Ireland bet. You Mayo did well now, in fairness It was, uh, is that the first time in like 33 years or some shit they beat Mayo in Championship Football or something? Yeah, but I think Mayo are just mad for the, the spins during the early summer months. I tell, let's yeah. go to the back door, let's get six days out! Yeah, they're sick to the brim of maybe winning four games to get into the All-Ireland Final. So in the last two years they said, let's play 17 games instead. Yeah, but if you're going to do a feature film about the underdogs and how they managed to successfully win the All-Ireland no. Final, you have to go to the back door. You do have to come straight in through the back door. Yeah, Mayo I, love the back door. They, I tell you, there's fellas up and down Mayo, man. They don't use the back door. Some of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get killed. <laughs> I, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get someone go beat me up. Listen, man. <laughs> I'm gonna get bet up in my own town. <laughs> Listen, there's great passion in Roscommon football, considering the lack of success. Uh, and I don't mean that in a scrutinising way. There actually is savage passion inside Roscommon. And uh, that win at the weekend has just thrown people up into the air. And I get in trouble for saying that I kind of follow God with football a wee bit more. Mm. But I appreciate when a game like that is won. And I always appreciate when Mayo get best. <laughs> so, what's it Joe Brawley said? He said, it's actually really entertaining watching them lose. Yeah, he loves watching Mayo lose. Yeah. <laughs> And I better not. I have to defend. I have to defend Mayo's honor here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and say, can we just shut up about it? <laughs> but no? listen, you know, uh, I I haven't got the clip of it because it's not released yet. But we have to get it. Uh, have you ever heard of Willie Hegarty? Who? Shannon Side Radio's commentator for GAA. No, I haven't. Willie heard man is a Roscommon legend, and anyone who's from Roscommon listening to this will know who Willie is. Right. And uh, apparently he was ecstatic was he? when Roscommon went out bet Mayo, and I uh, couldn't find that clip. But if you want to find out. What Willie is all about. This is when Roscommon and Beck Galway two years ago in the Connick final. Right. And this is... This is Willie. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for the Willie. Right. Galway, 12 points. Pierce Look at Stadium. those scenes. Pierce <laughs> Stadium in a wash with primrose and blue. A historic day. Roscommon have Willie? come to Pierce Stadium and they have blown Galway out of the water. Roscommon, 215. Galway, 12 <laughs> points. Roscommon didn't read the script. Galway read the script. Roscommon are Connacht champions. Look at the scenes of the light. Galway are absolutely dejected. They didn't see the train coming. Roscommon have trampled Galway into the ground. David, a historic afternoon for Roscommon football. So that is, uh, you know, the height of unbiased uh, commentary there from Willie. Fair play to him. Uh, Some unbelievable stuff, Ray, that uh, he's known for his quotes. Right, go on. The Willie quotes, right? Willie quotes. (laughs) <laughs> he mad for Willie Quotes Right They may as well be in Bethlehem Because they'll need three wise men To dig them out of this hole <laughs> Paul Harty looks like he's got extendable arms He must have bought them in a hardware shop In Mullingar earlier <laughs> What the fuck They're very colloquial sayings Same pact we didn't get rid of all the snakes in Ireland There's still a few of them in <laughs> Cross Midlin <laughs> And he's sticking to him like chewing gum on the shoe <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. 
He's lethal for us. So th- thank you for introducing me to Willie. Man, if you want to, just just look up some Willie Quartz, boys. Yeah, Willie Quartz. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to try and get, it's not released yet, I'm, I'm on to Shannon's side to try and get, apparently he cursed and everything, and obviously in live radio, you can't pull that out. No. But jeez, he lost it all together. But uh, that's the big fair play to us coming, GAA lads. We're winning the All-Ireland. Yes, I'm going to write a tune. I'm going to write an All-Ireland tune. Not premature. Mm-hmm. I think you beat Mayo in the in the Connacht semi-final. You can pretty much start writing your All-Ireland tune. Pretty much. You know, yeah, and release it. I'm going to release it. Have the whole thing done. Yeah, good. I'm going to do a parade <laughs> through his common town mm. before the Nestor Cup is even decided. Really. Lovely. So well, get ready for that. It is episode 46, my friend. Yes, it is. We've taken to drinking the beers now before we start. I'm starting with a standard Fox's Rock Red Ale, and it is beautiful. It tastes just like Smithix, man. And I'm having a Smithix. Bland. Bland. Yeah, it didn't take off. I enjoyed it. It didn't take off right around this country, the Smithix Bland. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's really nice, yeah. Where do we start off? Start at the beginning and see where it finishes. Right, well, where I wanted to start was the Spice Girls. Oh, yeah. Did you hear the reviews of the Spice Girls gig in Croke Park? I did. I heard a couple of sceptical reviews and perhaps negative ones. Yes. Now, the negative reviews was mostly concentrated not on the girls' performance. No. Apparently the girls did a fine job. Oh, they were jumping around, leaping around. For ones that hadn't gigged in a few years. I tell you what, it is 20 years since they've done a stage dive and they were diving all over the place. Fair play to them. I'm going to try and... I suppose, get to grips with what might have happened as they were loading into Croke Park. So the, so the Spice Girls rigid, mm-hmm. you know, the more than eight characters of this world, yeah, the dry- Spice Girls rigid pulled up outside the back of Croke Park. And this lad came down in a high-vis vest. You know the lads that you'd find at these country festivals in towns? He's Headphones like, on. Where are you going with that, lads? <laughs> where are you going with that, lads? This, this street is closed. Hello, this hello. Is st- hello, hello. You can't park it there. <laughs> and then, obviously, the Spice Girls uh, lad will come out. All right, mate. Yeah, we're with the Spice Girls. Yeah, we're going in here setting up Craig Park. And you're booked in tonight, are you? You're booked in tonight, are you? No, no ma'am. We're playing on Friday night. I know it's Wednesday, but we got a big rig, you know? There's a lot of a big rig. Yeah, but hold on. This is what happened, right? So the two English lads anyway got out of the rigid, right? And yeah. they went up and your man the high-vis showed them round and up the up the corridor. Now, it was up a set of steps. Then they go up the escalator and then they come down another set of stairs and they go in and they go on to the pitch. And they're looking at it and they're going, Jesus, that's a shitload in. <laughs> right? They were the cover band equivalent of, of when an, a cover band would end up at a wedding or at a big bar with a shitload in and they yeah. go, feck it, we leave half the PA yeah, in the van, lads. It'll be grand. We don't need it to be grand. And do you know what happens? It wasn't grand. It never is grand. Yeah. You always need it. Yeah. If you think you don't need it, you do need it. You need <laughs> the extra speakers. You're just being lazy. So you reckon they just skimmed a bit on the speakers going in? Because I reckon they left half the PA in the van because the couple of yards bringing it up yeah, the stairs. Be, be, because that was the complaint, is that the sound mm. was very bad. Sound was cat. And as Jan Luke Devani alluded to on Facebook, he said, I mean, shouldn't they just an iPod plugged in? They didn't have a band with them, like. Just backing tracks. I know. How did they get the sound so wrong? Because they left half the PA in the van. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big area, man, that Crow Park, you I know. know? I seen the old Coldplay lads up there, and that was a fierce night. And but they, they had speakers coming out of their ears. Go ahead. There were speakers beside me in the seat. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone had their own PA system. Every <laughs> seat, man. Uh, but that was the Spice Girls, anyway. Yeah. And then um, Saturday came. Yeah. I'm telling you my story weekend. Oh, this it's kind of week- like Ray's weekend story. Yeah, a lot of time we start off this podcast with what did Ray do for the weekend? What did Ray do? Because this is normally a Monday, and today is a Monday. It is a Monday. It is a Monday, um, and uh, on the Saturday... I hadn't many jobs. Go on. I suppose one of the jobs I had was I had to get new boxers because I had run out of them. Now, I had a debate. <laughs> Did we talk about boxers before on this show? Uh, I have a weird feeling we might have. But R- go on well, anyway. then if we had, then so you'll know where I buy my boxers. You're asking me to remember 45 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> 
You should know this about me. Do you buy them in pennies? No, I do not buy them in pennies. Don Stewart's. Yeah, Don Stewart's. <laughs> That's where I buy me boxers. Yeah. Now, Colin Mulhern did say to me, why don't you go down and take your max, get a fancy pair? Because I don't know what to fit me. I know the ones in Dunn's fit me. Oh, I thought you were going to say you can try them on in Duds, and if it's all fit, you can put them back in them. <laughs> well, we're getting to that, right? Anyway, um, so on the Saturday, I had to go get boxes because I was running, lo- I was running low on them. Uh huh. You know the way. Y- well, you be running you, low on them. How could you be running low on? Ah, uh, just boxers have a ten have a tendency to run out. Do you know? Well, you have a tendency to run out on them, <laughs> and then they become old. <laughs> Yeah, or an old threaded run on them, you know, You're and then all of a sudden there'd be a massive hole, and you'd, you'd be just wearing a pair of crotchless panties. It wouldn't be a pair of boxes at all. So I says I'm going to go down to Dunn's and get myself some boxers, right. and, and I said I'd get a few other bits as well, like Lovely. a bath mat and whatnot. When I went down, and I, I do buy the hipsters. Oh, do you be the hipster boxers? The, the three pack hipsters. Aye. Right? They're not the ones with the hole in now for taking young flout. Yeah, the, they're just the standard ones that you have to pull down. They're called Y fronts, right? The one with the hole in them. No, but you can get keyhole trunks as well. What? Old man keyhole trunks, yeah, I do call them. You whip out the Mickey in between there's the... A little, there's two little buttons and you can unbutton them. That's far too much work. Jesus. Yeah, anyway, I went for the hipsters. Now, there was two packs, and they're just two different packaging, and they're both called hipsters. Right. Right? And I'm thinking two cheeks of the same arse. What could be the difference? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> do you know? <laughs> they're both the same thing, so I bought the two. Okay. Right? I brought them home, and I had a sneaking suspicion, because I got a dodgy pack in Duns before, where they were slightly smaller than all the other ones. Oh, no. And they're not comfortable. When you're wearing a pair of boxes, they're not comfortable. They're not comfortable. Yeah, they're too tight, by Yeah. You won't get a moment's peace all day. So, I opened up the first pack, tried one on. Perfect. Beautiful. Tried the other one on, from the other pack. Uh-huh. Not so much. Right. No. Why are you saying that? I'm Turned saying it was, a it was a little bit tight. <laughs> right. They were both large, um, you know, just to fit myself into them, and... Um, they should be the same size, uh-huh. shouldn't they? Well, you'd expect that two hipster boxers would be the same size. Large. Well, they weren't. No, one pack was smaller than the other. Why is that? So I went down and I exchanged it. What? Yeah. But you tried them on. Shut up about it. That is rotten, man. <laughs> Did you do that? <laughs> yeah. That's right. My God. You're so cheap as well, man. How much are the boxers in done? Well, like- the, the ones that were slightly smaller were were six euro and the ones that were bigger were twelve. So, so there must have been more material than the bigger ones. You were trying to save six pounds so you gave back dirty smelly jocks into a shop. Don't buy jocks and duns, you get raised bag <laughs> sweat. If you're hanging around Saigon when you go, I'll pop into Duns. I didn't think he'd take them back. He did. Oh, that man. was great. Raised smelly gooch sweat were- <laughs> all over it, man. <laughs> they weren't on me for long. <laughs> and they're on you they for were- long enough. No, man. it was just after I just had a shower. So I was it was brand it was brand it didn't even it didn't probably even t- t- touch me. No, honest to God. Anyway, with the shite hawking trying to get the boxers back, I was delayed of the Saturday doing my messages. Yeah, the few bits. I had to do the few bits on the Saturday. Yeah. And I got delayed. And one of the few bits I was supposed to do was supposed to go get my haircut. Oh, you didn't get done. I didn't get me done. And normally I would tip out to Rory's Maitland. Rory's Maitland. The Rory's finest Maitland, barber. Colooney, he is the finest barber. He is actually the finest barber. That I know anyway. But for sure. Now, I didn't get out, but there was a problem. In that, yeah. in not getting out, I had an issue with a quiff on my head. I had let it go too long. You know, lads, when you let it go too long, yeah. and she's not sitting right at all. It was standing up on top of your head. It was. And I had a thing on on Monday where I needed a tight haircut for. Mm. I said to myself, will I try and fix this? And okay. I said, no, I'm not going to chance this. Don't tell me you're going to go cutting your own skull. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Surely of a Sunday, there's someone down the town that could just sort out the quiff at the front. Mm-hmm. Right? And tipped down the town, um, and went into Johnson's, court and I went into Tesco Arcade and I went all around the town, I have to be careful here now, I went all around the town okay. to a variety of different barbers and I chose one. Okay. And I went into the door and I said, could you please fix the quiff 
that I've got going on here. And the quiff was out at that point. He said, yes, we can. And I'm saying that in a neutral accent so as not to indicate who I went to. <laughs> so that is not his real voice as well. No, that is not his real voice. He said, yes, of course we can fix your quiff. Lovely. So I proceeded to sit in the chair and the man set about fixing my quiff. And it is at this point that we should tell the listeners at home that for the duration of this podcast so far, I have been sitting in the room here with a hood up. Yeah, I asked you at the start, why have you got your hood up? You look like a rapper. I do look like a rapper. You wouldn't even answer me. I no, I couldn't answer you because I had to tell the story. I couldn't, I couldn't lose the, the effect. I was said, raised a bit of pig. I can't wait to see this. I'm going to take my headphones off. Put them down responsibly. Always put your headphones down responsibly. Responsibly, guys. always do that. So Seriously. I'm going to take the hood off now and I want you to be on the mic and I want you to tell Ooh. the people at home what to say. Oh! <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> oh no! I got assaulted, Kendi. Ray. <laughs> that won't grow back. Shut up, will ya? You have something to fix the quiff. And that's what he did to you. That's what he did to me. Man, you look... I don't know, you look like an MMA fighter who's lost all his fights. <laughs> You've got the badass haircut, but it doesn't suit you. Because you keep getting the head kicked to you. Look at the back of my head. Oh my. Oh my God. Above. One thing he did was, he did the ball patch on my crown. He managed to blend it in with the rest of my head. <laughs> Ray, I have never seen you with hair that tight. He almost shaved your head, but he left you with that stupid mohawk. It looks like Ray is one of those... Stu you, you look like Chuck Liddell. Go, everyone right now, go Google Chuck Liddell. Now, can I, can I just talk about that experience? Because I sat in that chair, I trusted that man. I thought he was all he was going to do, take out a pair of scissors and cut the quiff. Cut the quiff, bro. Cut the quiff. <laughs> cut the quiff. And he didn't. He started him with the mowing blade. And I did, like every other Irish man in this country you would said, do. Yeah. I sat there yeah. like a silent victim. It's something us Irish we don't talk about. Please. I'd say every man out there, and most of the women I know, you've all had one of these incidents mm -hmm. where you went in and you put your trust in, in a professional uh -huh. and they did you wrong. I know. Ray, I, I'm getting a wee bit teary and you're talking about it, but if it wasn't for people like you telling your story now, I don't think Anthony would be done. There's a stigma involved. There is. Why do we, when a mirror gets put behind our head and they say, how does that look for you? Mm-hmm. Why do we all say... Yep, great. Yep. I broke down tears after it happened. I know, but you shouldn't have to And I rang me barber. I rang Rory. Yeah, trusted barber. We trusted barber. I rang him because the other part of it was I felt like I cheated on him. It's unbelievable. At a time of turmoil like this and you're still thinking about other people, Ray, I'm, you're you're an inspiration. That's on. Listen, Rory will be fine. Honest to God, Rory, with you. This morning when I got up, I normally have a shower and I, I went to blow dry my hair, which I normally do. And there's nothing there to blow dry. This was me blow drying my hair. That's me blowing drying my hair. That was me finished. <laughs> I suppose that's one of the upsides. No, it's not an upside. I enjoy blowing drying my hair. Listen, I think it's time to start a hashtag, lads, because enough is enough. What are you going to hashtag? Stop the barber abuse. <laughs> it's the worst thing I've ever seen, man. It's, <laughs> my God. It's like he said, come here, are you going to wee bit bald at the front there? Why don't I allude to it even further? My God above. It's cat. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, that was my story. <laughs> Next time I'm going to get my hair cut, you know where I'm going to be going. Straight out to Rory's Maitland. To my trusted barber. Yeah. Who doesn't do stuff like that. Yeah. 
Also, it's yeah. important to note that Rory does not sponsor this show. He's just a savage barber. Fair play to him. And I'm sorry, Rory. You go, fella. <laughs> sorry for what I've done. Oh, and I meant to say as well. Go on. If you've been affected by any of the issues raised in this podcast, there is a helpline. 086-1234-567. Yeah, and that's a direct line if you want to seek help regarding yeah. the stories we've told in this podcast. Mm-hmm. You call that line. We're always here to listen. Yeah, hashtag Barber Abuse. Come here. Mm. Wait to tell you now. Uh, I went back home last week. You did. Uh, because it was my old lady's birthday. She won't like me saying which one, but it was a big one. Happy birthday, Geraldine. Happy birthday, birthday Geraldine. Uh, yeah, she turned uh, 21. Uh, I went back home to Castry, which I don't often get a chance to do, Ray. Really. Do we flat out so I do? You. So I'm cracking up with the Carlsberg here, lads. It's beer number two time. <laughs> um, so, ma'am said we go get dinner. This is a big event. Well, sometimes it's nice to eat out, and sometimes it's not sometimes nice to eat Sometimes it's out. nice to stay at home and eat, but this time we decided it was nice to go out and eat. Yep, and we went to the one place that everyone goes to in Cassery, because it's the only restaurant. Right. Hester's. Right. Fair play to them. In there, got to drop a grub. I was dropping ma'am home, and we were driving by Tully's Hotel, right? That's where my mother and father went on their honeymoon. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Big yeah. spot now. And ma'am says, oh, oh, Mac, pull in, pull in, pull in. It's the smoking nun. What? And she said, they're all talking about her. I said, who? She said, look, there was a nun standing outside Tully's hotel, mm-hmm. smoking a fag, with a big happy head in her. Everybody in Castlery is talking about us. Was she from Castlery? No. Is she one of the missionary nuns? She's an outsider. All right. Now, rumours are gone rampant in the office, Ray, and across the whole town. Some people are saying, it's not a woman, that's a fella in a penguin costume, and or a nun outfit, and uh, that maybe they're evil, or... And Mam got a close-up sighting. Like David Attenborough job of the smoking nun. And mm-hmm. I had to pull in and watch. I said, man, you have nothing to be doing, lovey. This has got very bad. We're sitting in a car park watching a nun smoke a fag and does outside. she look like a real nun? She looks like she is a nun, Ray. But you said some, some fellas are saying that she's a, she's a man dressed up as a nun. My mother asked me the question, Mark, does that look like a fella now or a woman? Right. I said, ma'am, that's a woman. Yeah. And then when we And you know what they look like. Uh, I know women, man. You do? In a nun outfit or not. Hmm. There's none of them. Can pull the wool over my eyes. <laughs> very good. Very ma'am good. says to me, I said, ma'am, that's a woman. And when we drove by, the nun smiled at us, driving by. And yeah. ma'am said, oh, she's after smiling at us. She's after smiling at us. And she had to go back to work and tell all the women I saw her. You did not, did the you? The smoking nun. The smoking nun. Cassery, anyway, is rampant, ma'am, with rumours about the smoking nun. And mm. where, where she, some people say she came from America. Some say she came from Dublin. Yeah. Some say she has a pair of balls and a mickey. Right. All I know is she's smoking fags outside Tully's Hotel. The latest news from Castlery, there we go. County Roscommon. Castlery, big news, the smoking nun. We have to get it sorted out, Ray. Let's find her. If you know the smoking nun out there. Or if you even are the smoking nun out there. Give us a ring. We need to have a look at you. Him, he, her, she, that. Hmm. Fair play to her. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Now, Ray, the elections. Oh, yeah. Come here. We ha- I, I, I can't believe we didn't start off with it, boy. So it's now Monday evening. Not everybody is elected in Europe, yes. We've no. got our Sligo local councillors. We have. So fair play to everyone who got through. Fair play to Gino. Fair play to Gino. Fair play to him. Yeah. I gave him one. You gave him one? You did. Ray gave <laughs> Gino one. Gino, I'm not afraid to say that about you, my fellow man. <laughs> I give you one. Uh, him along with everyone else, Ray. Yeah. Uh, you know, tis, tis almost done and dusted now. They're, they're still counting above in Castlebar, I think. Yeah. Do you think would be chance ringing Maria Power? And here we go again, getting the European candidate's name wrong. But you know what? I'm not going to correct this. I'm going to leave us calling her Maria Power, because at least then she got was for defamation. Anyway, 
Enjoy. Do you want to try this? I, I chance. I have her number Give here. Give Maria power a bell. She'd be above at the counting centre as well. Hold on a second now. I'm very excited. Oh, she looks very well in her poster. <laughs> Hello, Maria. Is this is, uh, yes. is Kendi and Rabo here from the Kendi and Rabo podcast? Oh, hello. How are you doing? I know we've caught you now with a bad time. You're probably flat out there, are you? I am, yes. I'm always campaigning, doing things for children and whatnot, and uh, the environment, as you can see. Well, you wouldn't be campaigning anymore, would you? Because it's over now, isn't it? Or are you still campaigning? Oh, I'm always campaigning. (laughs) Always about the North and Midwest, Midwest, all all of it. How was it actually going for you there? I have no idea how exhausting it was. Oh, God, it was terrible. (laughs) Absolutely terrible having to answer stupid questions, you know. I mean, that fearsome cue. Oh, God, my head wrecked there, you know, coming in on the I'm Young Too bandwagon, you know. There she was, you know, campaigning for, I don't know, the climate. I mean, I have a keep cup. I have several keep cups. I could have easily had that in my campaign about <laughs> having me with my keep cups and taking selfies, but I didn't. I didn't do that. Saoirse did that with her low blow of, like, having videos about that. I was there, you know, I had Mary Robinson. I had, like, you know, Tamagotchis. You That's had. what people really care about. You had. You did some very good videos, I have to say to you now, Marie. I was impressed. Of course you were impressed, um, you know, and, like... Just really cut through to the core of everyone. And come here. What yeah. about young Peter Casey? Is would you consider him? I know he's chopping at your heels at the minute. I think he's eight thousand votes behind you. Do you think he has any hope at all of catching you? No. Just no. no. <laughs> I am just flying up ahead. I am steamrolling straight ahead. I will murder him. But yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. tell you. I'll tell you, Marie. I eat people like Peter Casey for breakfast. So I do. <laughs> yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you, Marie. You're fairly pulling the wool over the country's eyes by day. Yeah. It's unbelievable to see what you're really like. Oh, thanks. Yeah, so glad you called me. Um, this is amazing. Just to get my message out there about um, young people issues. Yeah, because I'm I'm hip and uh, <laughs> I'm a young woman Very who good. knows things yeah. about young people. You do, and I will be doing young people things. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Maria. We're going to leave it at that there now. Yeah. Thanks, Maria. Thanks, Maria. Fair play to you. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Bye bye now. Bye bye. Maria Power, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. <laughs> Hell yeah. Now, is that all a candidate you could get behind? Well, I'll tell you what. No, yeah. I have to go through trying to get behind her. Would you give her one? Huh? Would I'd you give, give her, her one? The one. The yeah. one, yeah. <laughs> on the on the balance sheet. Did you give her one? I didn't actually, no. Did you not give her one? I wouldn't give her one, no. I was tempted to give her one. I don't think she was interested in my one. I ended up giving her a four. You gave her a four? I gave her a four. Did you? Yeah. No. Bit of, bit, bit of four before the one? Nope. <laughs> I had to give her four. Sure, I had other people to give one to. <laughs> fairness, I was a bit distraught at who I ended up giving one to. Who would you give it to? Well, I went in and I looked at the ballot paper and I looked at the big long list of candidates on it and I had many notions of giving Saoirse McHugh one. Right. Because I think she's a nice girl. You wanted to give Saoirse McHugh one? Absolutely. Why right. wouldn't I give her one? <laughs> <laughs> but I says to myself, I looked out at the ballot paper and only one thing looked out at me. Go on. The overwhelming power of Ming. Oh, I tell you. He what? just looked at me and I, I looked back at him and that was it. He has eyes, man, that can sift into your gut but, to find the number one vote. But I didn't even intend to vote for the man. That's what I'm saying, man. He comes straight down your gab into your gut yeah. and he'd rip out a number one vote, man. He capers. He just took me by surprise. So I ended up giving him the one. You gave me one. <laughs> yeah. Intend to. No, I didn't intend to. I give Searsha the two. Lovely. You know. I didn't go any further than two. Oh, just I give Maria the Guinness the three and I give Maria Power the four. I didn't use my votes properly. You probably didn't. We shouldn't be telling people this. They'd be giving out stink to us. What did you do? I you only gave mayo for Sam, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> you tried to write Roscommon for Sam, but you realised you weren't down. Hey, I'll tell you what, man. Hey, 
as we alluded to earlier by it, it's not going to be that way this year. But come here, I, I only give one. Okay. I just mean, that was it. Right. Yeah. We so. could, um, we could phone them. Who? Ming. You want to phone Ming? I have his number. I know, I know a few people, you know. You know some people in the business. I know people in the business. Throw him into government. So <laughs> I would not know people. You want to ring Ming? Ming and the ministers are tight like. You ring know? Ming. I'm going to ring Ming. Ring, ring Ming. Ming. <laughs> Imagine if that was his phone tone. <laughs> Ming Ming. <laughs> oh, that has to be in the, like in the office in Europe. You know? <laughs> And someone, Jean-Claude Juncker is ringing him. Ming, ming. <laughs> ming, ming. <laughs> and his doorbell even in Castlery. Oh, no, stop it. Right. I'm going to ring him. <laughs> I'm, I'm dialing. Ming, ming. Eh, <laughs> uh, hello, how's things? Oh, how are you doing? Ming, the, uh, uh, that- you don't know me now. My name is uh, Raybo, and I'm here joined by Kendi on the Kendi and Raybo podcast, and... We said we'd give you a wee call to see how you were getting on down at the count centre. Uh, look, it's absolute candemonium down here. They have about 658,000 of the boxes now opened. Right. Uh, the count is going very well. It's um, it's a bit unpredictable, uh, as these counts can be. But, Lucas, at the end of the day, it has been a fantastic weekend so far. Right. Uh, because, um, look, not because I'm going to be selected, but because Roscommon beat Mayo. That's now, the main thing. In fairness now, you have to stop. I'll stop you right there now. Not that I'd have any interest in Gaelic football whatsoever. But something inside me twinges when, when a Roscommon man, you know, points that out. <laughs> uh, but look, it, unfortunately, uh, what cannot be cured must be endured, as they say in political terms. Uh, I learned that in Brussels, so I did. Very good. And, and come here, Ming, you might uh, remember my, my, my colleague here, uh, his name is actually Mark Kennedy, and he's from Castlereagh. Do you want to say hello there, Mark? Yeah, Ming, how are you keeping? You know me very well, and I'll tell you why, Ming, because... About 15 years ago, you brought me to the bog for the first time ever and the only time I was ever on the bog. And uh, I absolutely hated it. You did, in fairness, give me 10 of the finest fibres to put into me pockets, <laughs> which I appreciate, but it's the only time I ever worked. I was wondering, do you remember that? Do you remember me being on the bog with you? Hello? Have we lost me? <laughs> uh, sorry about that. Uh, a bit of technical difficulty, I think... Um uh, Leo was uh, chopper is after landing and probably cut the signal. Oh. <laughs> uh, but look at getting back to the bog a uh, number of years back. Uh, one thing I will say the the footing and the turning was was not of the, the highest quality. Oh. But the one thing I thought that was fantastic was uh, uh, how should we put it the the apple bog uh, where we <laughs> decided to take a couple of hours to chill the beans and. Uh, I want to reassure the listeners out there that uh, the gorse fire that almost engulfed uh, half of North Roscommon and South Leitrim was absolutely nothing got to do with us. <laughs> Kendi, you didn't tell me that end of the story. Hey, Ming, will you shut up about this, will you, man? Uh, but I think you had keeled over at that stage, so <laughs> we had to put you in the back of the car. <laughs> oh, come here, Ming, now. Now that we have you back there, will you tell us, are you anyways worried about the, I suppose, the green wave that's sweeping across the country? You know, how, how are you feeling about that side of things? Uh, well, look, it's, it's absolutely no surprise to me 
that there has been such a surge in the Green Party vote. Uh, look, at, we, we all hear, and I hear it at the European level, about our carbon emissions. And what is surprising to a lot of commentators is how strong the Green vote has been in, in rural Ireland, and in particular the Midlands Northwest constituency. But it's absolutely no surprise to me because the Green Party have made one promise that is going to get them elected in rural Ireland for the next 100 years. They said if they get into power, they're going to totally ban turf cutting. And Shirani Young fell out there with a half a brain in his head is going to vote for the Greens at that rate. I suppose, yeah. <laughs> what kind of a, a simpleton wouldn't want a blanket turf cutting ban for an eternity? I mean, for the hell with the carbon emissions. And, and I mean, who... Does it reverse all the work you were doing promoting the bog over in, in Europe? Aaron, no, look, I just had to tell people what they wanted to hear. But look, now that I mean, I have the second term assured, I've got the full pension, mm. uh, the, the full deluxe um, package. So, I mean, I couldn't give uh, two shits, uh, to be honest, uh, about getting re-elected. Right. Uh, I'm actually, I actually voted for Saoirse McHugh myself <laughs> because I'm absolutely sick to the teeth of going to the bog. And, uh, <laughs> there's only a few of the old codgers in the constituency who are very fine people, it must be said, but mm. uh, are absolutely deluded in their desire to go back year on year but uh, look at that is the reality that we face and come here have you any thoughts on your fellow candidates the Mairead McGuinnesses and the Peter Casey's this world you've mentioned Saoirse McHugh that you're fond of her um, sure how could you not be I gave her one well, I was tempted to give her one but I ended up giving me one to you I gave you one in the election if I managed uh, look, he's my fellow candidate. Forget about what people say about Peter Casey. He's great crack, you know. <laughs> That's true, I suppose you you're know, right there. He, he, he's uh, slightly misunderstood in today's politically correct world. Oh. But I mean, at the end of the day, it might be unpalatable, but everything he says is absolutely 100% gospel truth. <laughs> and you can take that any way you like. Besides now, I right. can't say that publicly. No. My colleagues in government and in Europe can't say that publicly, but... When we're having a pint behind closed doors, there, uh, there, there, there is a consensus out there that the man is speaking the truth. <laughs> Ming, I, we have one more question for you, right? When you first got elected into, uh, well, I think it was either local politics or the doll itself, you promised Cashelry a roof on the outdoor pool. And I was only in Castle last Tuesday myself, man. She's as open air now as, as the JA pitch. As the day it was built. Well, look, on the, on the open air pool in Castle I'm actually delighted now that you mention it. I've actually got funding from the Border Midlands uh, Fund, and we're going to actually turn it into a, a slatted shed. Um, <laughs> so uh, there'll be no one swimming in it, only, God forbid, if a wane or a bullet goes down through the flat. <laughs> But uh, that aside, it is going to be put, it's going to be a sustainable resource. It's going to provide vital, you know, in the current homeless crisis. There's a few cattle in, in the Castlery area that could do with a bit of housing in the wintertime. And I think we've recognised a very real need to, to address what is now becoming a humanitarian uh, cow crisis uh, in, in the town. That's, that's absolutely brilliant and, uh, news. In addition to that, even if, if there's a bit of overflow needed from the prison, Sir Fekit will fire them in there as well. <laughs> and I mean, you know, into the tank. It's well set up as well. It's uh, perfect. And then put the slat on top. <laughs> then put a slat on top. <sighs> Sorry, this isn't recorded live, is it? Not at all. No, no, no. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, yeah. No one listens to us anyway. Don't worry about yeah. that. Um, come here, Ming. Is there, is there anyone else hanging around there? Is there... Cause... Uh, hold on a second. Now I'm just here. God, there's a serious amount of people here. Anyone, anyone we might know? He's the man, the man himself is here. Come here, you big-headed bollocks. 
It's oh. Radker. Hold on a second. Oh, Radker. Hold on. Come here. Hey, hey. Radker, you prick. Yeah, he's coming back. Lovely. This is marvellous. Thanks very much, hey, mate, for talking to us. Yeah, put him on to us. Put him on to us. Uh, hello. Oh, Leo. Oh, sorry. Ming told me it was uh, Maria Bailey. <laughs> Uh, sorry. <laughs> Don't uh, you want from the uh, swing? Uh, um, uh, I think that is a matter uh, best dealt with uh, by the, the, the judicial uh, insurance uh, fraud investigation right, so uh, you, unit. You, you've nothing to say on it then, Leo, no? You? Oh, um, I, I, I do know uh, that swings, um, the nature of swings is uh, swings and roundabouts. Um... Uh, sorry, uh, hold on a second. Sorry, my spin doctor is gone. Um, I, he had all my notes. Um, uh, look, at the, I, I think today is a very, uh, it, it's quite a challenging day uh, for a lot of my uh, parliamentary colleagues uh, who have seen um, local councillors um, uh, not get re-elected. Yeah, it's tough. Um, it is a, sorry, I'm lost without notes. Sorry, I have a question for you there, Leo. I, I met you once before when I was a younger man. You don't remember meeting me above in a pub in Dublin one night when I berated you about not being as great as Bertie Ahern. Do, do you remember that at all, no? Um, I actually, um, my recollection is, um, is somewhat scarce. But uh, <laughs> now that you mention it, I do, I do remember encountering a, uh, a 22 car prick uh, one night. <laughs> Um, such as yourself. And, Thanks very uh, much. Yeah, and, that was me. It's obvious that uh, you haven't changed. Uh, Leopard yeah. hasn't changed its spot. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Now, thanks for uh, you weren't saying no to the tequila roses. It was thrown over to you anyway. But um, moving on, there, I tell uh, you though, Leo, you were um, your 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 the skepticism there about perhaps a general election in the offing. That perhaps with all these by elections coming up, that you might have to uh, you might have to call it there shortly enough. What do you think about that? Um, uh, I, I believe that um, with the current. Um, Brexit impact um, in the United Kingdom. Um, I think we have a moral responsibility here to our own uh, economy, uh, to our own people, uh, but more importantly to my own party um, to uh, drag uh, that um, gobshite Neil Martin along for another year or two. And uh, my God, he's an absolute idiot. I mean, I, I mean can you just believe it? Um, he is like just supporting us and I just keep telling him oh thanks me all um, oh Brexit and uh, oh the uncertainty and uh, oh from a European perspective you know it would be um, it's seen as being um, you know solidarity is, is you know will be recognised and the uh, yeah, absolute it just and he's listened to everybody and, <laughs> and come here Leo you, you've kind of taken a wee bit of a hit in these local elections um, probably alongside Fianna Fáil and the Greens are coming up on top of you and a couple of independents are you worried? Um, I'm not particularly worried myself personally. Um, I've got um, about 1.8 million euros in the bank. Uh, <laughs> if I do not get elected, I'll have an annual pension of about 285,000. Uh, so you tell me, kid, yeah. um, <laughs> if you have that, would you be worried? Yeah, true. Uh, no questions. Jesus, Leo, thanks very much for talking to us. Now, one last question. I know you, you put your back in behind... Uh, Young Maria Power uh, there in the uh, in the elections, and I know she's is she around at all at all? Lovely girl. And Maria's actually outside with the um, film crew from uh, Senegal TV. Oh, um, so there's about twenty eight of them filming a new clip, Very good. Uh, which uh, I'm sure it will be even more cringe and cheesy and predictably awful than anything she put out during her campaign. But um, <laughs> what can I say? The gobshites online, um, yeah. they're different. It's great that you so, recognise uh, that, Leo. It's very. Them, uh, that's a meat cake. <laughs>
Well, Leo, we're, we're going to leave it there then, Sutherland. So, thanks very much. You may give the phone back to Ming there. We don't want you running off with that, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say there's a particular bang coming off the phone. I don't know how kind of... Uh, <laughs> Shut up, uh, will you? Shut up about it. Uh, Leo, it's uh, an absolute I'm pleasure. Uh, I'm at the moment. Um, sorry, I'll hand you back to you. Um, I'll be back to Ming there. Again. Yeah, thanks very much, Leo. Uh, sound, Leo. Look at you. See out in the bear. Yeah, grand. Yeah, green tea. Yeah, two digestives. <laughs> No, yeah, in the Panadol, yeah, no, it's gone there. Yeah, look at that, that is the nature of count centres, I mean, it is full of the weird yeah. and wonderful, uh, a bit like Cassidy, but um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's an experience, uh, when Leo was talking there, I just nipped out for a as you say, a little bit of fresh air. So, uh, yeah, a little bit of fresh air. The moon has lightened ever so slightly. Here. <laughs> Listen, Ming, thanks a million. And uh, the best luck with the rest of the evening now. By the time this goes out, you will probably be elected. So I would say my premature congratulations, um, boy. Yeah. Well, look, it's whether we're elected or not. The most important thing is we're in the Connick final. Yeah. Now, now you said it, not. Yeah. And that is the most important thing. Well, I, I won't as, be giving uh, you any premature congratulations, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, well, look, I don't need your one vote when I have a surplus of 28,000. Oh, yeah, we are rostering, by fair play to you. Thanks very much, Ming. Thanks for talking to us today. All right, pleasure, lads. Thanks. We'll Thanks. talk to you. Good, Good luck. Cheers, marvellous. Get the two boys on the phone. Huh? You that, was, that was something else. It's great talking to the man himself, you know. Jeez. Telling you. Uh, in completely unrelated news to that last piece, we would like to uh, thank Tierney Talks just for something that he might have done for us yeah, recently. Aidan Tierney, he's a lovely fella. Great fella. Lovely fella. Um, he did something there, you know. Yeah. And we'd just like to thank him. All I'd say, he's a really good impersonator, Ray. Did you know that? Aidan? Yeah. I didn't know that now. Really good, it, yeah. It would have made more sense, I suppose, if he'd rang him, he might have been more crack. He could have impersonated them, probably. He could have. Like, it would have saved us an awful pile of money on paying Ming and Leo the, the fees. Paid his vote bill. Yeah. Listen, Tierney Talks. Yeah. Check it out. It's funny to stuff. Fair yeah. play to him. And I suppose on another note altogether now, just after talking there to Maria Power, um, fair play to her and everything for going on, but also just a big shout out there to another girl we know, uh, her name is Christina McMahon. All right. A comedian. Oh, an impersonator. Uh, she does a little bit of impersonations oh, and lovely. she's a comedian. Just it just came to mind as I was talking there yeah. to Maria. Um, who you, you kept calling Marie, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Means nothing to me. On her own election campaign. Oh, yeah. When our stuff went out, when that debate did go out on the, te- on the, on the Facebook and Instagram, yeah. you got a big reaction to some of your policies. Some of the policies I think went down, I think in five years again when I run, I think some of them will stand. Yeah. The Instagram young one tax seems to be going down well. The push to get them to take their Instagrams <laughs> off private. You found a good reaction to that. Huge with the fellas. Yeah. The male population are very, I think it's important. Take your Instagrams off. We have to have a look at you. Yeah. To see what the goings on. And you said you were going to actually uh, collect, you're going to oversee this Instagram young one tax. I'll do it all. What's the rules again? If they post more than five times a day and if they're in their underwear. Uh, no, if they post a photo and then a tagline that has nothing to do with that photo. Right. So Ben Bulbin looks lovely today. Mm. I mean... I'd when are you going to continue with your Instagram young one? Uh, that is coming up tribute. again. I have a new one coming, ready Very to good. go. When are you going to do the yoga one? The yoga one In is coming. In your underpants, up yeah. against the wall. The yeah, one's coming, man. Don't yeah, worry. Or by a swimming pool. By yeah. the time this is out now, keep an eye for the next day or two. There's going to be another Kendi Instagram young one. So check out our Instagram page. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I said, I've said it before. If you want to become an Instagram young one, you have to get into the head of an Instagram young you one. Do. And I'm trying my damnedest. You do. But anyway, Ray, in five years, we'll go again. 
Well, for local elections. I myself did a small bit of creative work at the weekend. Did you? Well, it wasn't at the weekend. It was during the week. Go on. Um, I was sitting on the couch. Yeah. And uh, in the background, I heard the tap dripping. All right. Sean's Riley had left the tap running. Just kind of like... Dripping. Oh, yeah. Nothing more annoying. Dripping. That would drive you demented. But it was dripping fairly fast. Uh It was like... Right? Okay. And I was hearing this and I was going, yeah. (laughs) I was hearing the beat. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Woo! Come on. And I instantly heard a tune to go with said beat. Go on. And uh, now this won't come across, obviously, um, on the podcast. I'm going to throw this up after we after this yoke goes out. Okay. But this was um, this was my attempt at trying to make a drip and tap sound like a dance tune. Lovely. Okay. No. No. <laughs> Wasn't going well. <laughs> Fucking wrong note. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> oh. Then I dropped the <laughs> dropped the camera. This was the big run now. This is where I got it right. Oh yeah. Bang and just go in the kitchen. Oh, you're on sync there, boy. Yeah. I'm on sync. Yeah! <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Yeah, that was really good. And then at the end, I got it right then at the end. Yeah. Hey, keep an eye out for Ray's brand new dance tune. Yeah. Uh, on sync. On sync. Yeah! <laughs> and if that is a lesson to anyone out there, it is that easy to make a hit. That is, that's how we, that's a lot of Timberland stuff was made yeah. on sync. So that's going to be, video's going to be released this week. Keep an eye on our Facebook page and our Instagram yeah. for and Ray's new know, tune. Do you know what we didn't do either? We didn't put out the nappy video. Yeah, the nappy video is coming as well. We've been flat out making election videos and all that. Uh, we are going to release this week also, keep an eye on the Instagrams and the Facebooks, a video of Kendi changing his first ever Jesus nappy. Uh, come here now. Um, we have to give a big shout out to Steve Miles. Right. The very man that uh, that essentially took the history section out of our podcast. Yeah, he killed it. Yeah. He killed it stone yeah. dead. Yeah. But big shout out to him nonetheless. Uh, he started a new thing. Oh, he did. He started a new yeah. thing and yeah. fair play to him. Best luck. Yeah, big thing as well. Fair play to you, Steve. Thing. We love yeah. you. Big thing. It's, it's quarter. I have to, I'm gigging in 15 minutes. What's, what's wrong now? I'm gigging in 15 minutes, Ray. Seriously. So it's a quarter to nine. Yeah. Of a, of, a, of a Monday. Yes, Where are you is. going? I'm going to Fiddler's now. Like, right. I'm, more, like, I'm not dressed or anything. And what will the show contain tonight? Will it'll, there be anything interesting in it? It'll contain about 15 minutes less <laughs> if I don't go now. <laughs> Folks, I'm afraid we're going to have to cut this one short because young Kennedy has to go to a gig. <laughs> Every Monday and Tuesday in Fiddler's Creek, call in to me. Ray, fair play to me. And fair play to me. See Good you luck. next week. Bye. Good luck. <laughs>